Welcome back to Don't Call Me Skinny. Sarah J here, excited to get episode five out to you. It's so incredible to me, like five episodes. This is nuts, 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 nuts. So this episode that we're going to talk about today are five things that I wish I would have known. Somebody would have helped me when I began my own journey that would have helped me get from point A to point B in a significant less amount of time. Kind of spun my wheels for a while, like almost the first nine months. So if you've listened to my previous podcast at this point, you know that I often talk about how I had no fucking clue what I was doing when I kind of began this journey of mine. And I do feel like that's the case with a lot of people and specifically women that come to me because there's so much misinformation out on the internet, um, on I mean, honestly, with even I've heard of like horror trainer stories even. Um, So I kind of want to just give you guys some tips or tricks that might help you. If nothing else, they might get you thinking about how or where you kind of want to begin. So let's talk about point number one, which is going to be keep it simple. We usually are ready to go like all in, feet first, like splash into the pool, big cannonball. And what I mean by this is we're ready to get our health journey going and we're motivated and we've lined everything up. So we decided we're going to switch our morning routine, our food, we're going to add movement in, our evening routine. You know, I really want to read. I'm going to walk. I'm going to meal plan. I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to cut out sugar or carbs. I'm going to get 300 grams of protein in. And I'm going to work out like three hours a day, or maybe I'm going to do two a days or cardio and weight training. And no guys, that doesn't seem overwhelming. Not even a little bit, right? False. So all in simply can mean just making a commitment to yourself to begin and not let any excuse get in your way. It doesn't have to be crazy like that. But a lot of us tend to do this when we begin. Also why a lot of us get really overwhelmed and then we quit. So we don't have the stamina and sometimes not the knowledge to go to that level from where our starting point is. So we're literally going from nothing to doing 65 different things. And then we wonder, well, why am I not succeeding at this? Well, obviously you're going, what the hell am I doing? Like, I don't even know where where to begin. I don't even know what I'm supposed to start with. Okay, morning routine. What is that? Like, am I supposed to do an hour morning routine? A 10-minute morning routine? Like, what does that even look like? Or what does that mean? So what can you start with first? I would suggest that you pick one or two things that you know for a fact that you can commit to. And then you're going to just do those same things every day. You could pick water. You could pick walking. You could eat more veggies. You could choose to have a little bit more protein. Any of these things will begin to shift and just become habits over being pains in your ass, right? They're not going to feel overwhelming when you only um, do one or two at a time. So maybe maybe two seems overwhelming. I just had a new client start where she's starting from zero and we're just literally walking. That's what we're doing. 10, or no, sorry, 20 minutes of walking a day. That's where I, I have her beginning. I'm not having her track her food right now. I'm not having her go to the gym right now and try to do all these crazy things there or commit to, you know, an hour of working out a day, literally 20 minutes of walking. So we need to make sure that we keep it simple because once you get overwhelmed, you begin to just sit and spin your wheels, you get nowhere. And then not only does it make the process super unfun, but it actually can debilitate your progress because you just get overwhelmed, stressed, 
and quit. And then it just becomes this nasty cycle of, I knew I couldn't do it. This is exactly what happened the last time I did it, right? So we just want to make sure that we're picking one or two things that we know that we can commit to, and then we're going to build on those habits. So we want to keep it simple. If you decide that you do want to track your food, make sure the food that you are tracking, also you're keeping it simple, right? Unless you are like a well-versed person in tracking food, please do not try to have some extravagant like French meal that you have to have like 600 ingredients for. I really recommend if you're going to begin tracking your food and that's something that you really are wanting to focus on to keep it simple by using only one ingredient things. For instance, I can make a bagel sandwich with a bagel. I can, I can measure that. Ham, I can measure ham. I can measure cream cheese. I can measure an egg, right? Same with the salad. I can measure the lettuce. I can measure the vegetables that I put in separately. I can measure cheese. I can measure meat or eggs or anything like that that I'm, right? We can make single ingredient things become multiple ingredient foods that don't taste like trash. So keeping it simple, whether you choose one or two things that you know that you can commit to, it doesn't have to be food. It could be just waking up at the same time every day, reading a book, but it could be your water, it could be walking. Or if you are at the place that you're like, yeah, I got those things down and now I want to start really honing in on my nutrition, just keep it simple, pull it back. It doesn't have to be crazy. Point two is food needs to be balanced. Otherwise, I'm going to keep binging. So I really wish somebody would have helped me with this because this is a a place that I really struggled with. And this here is nothing more than just mindset. So the first thing when we do begin this journey, it's a, a list of all the shit that we're not allowed to eat, right? Can't have sugar, can't have carbs. Or bacon, which bacon's its own food group, so I don't even know why that's a, a, a topic of conversation. We can't eat out. We can't have this. We can't have that. Nothing that's, you know, if it's not from the ground, we can't eat it. Even though, like, the current diet that we eat, we consume from the middle of the grocery store, which for those that don't know, you really should do most of your shopping on the outside perimeter of a grocery store. You hit your foods and veggies, your dairy things. And that kind of thing where we're, we're buying all this packaged food and, and I'm not like packaged food isn't bad, but w- when you go from eating all the things in the middle of the, of the store, which is the, you know, the, the packaged food, the box, this, the bagged that, and then you try to just shift hundred percent of your diet to something that's not that it ends up getting really restrictive. And then we end up guilt eating and then we end up binging. So if you haven't yet listened, I want you to go back and listen to an episode that I recorded with my friend and my client, Pat, at Weight Down Life Up. You can find him on Instagram as well as on podcasts, but we did an entire uh, podcast based around what causes binge eating and how to combat it, right? So I did this for so many years. So many times I attempted to lose weight. I'd restrict so much that when it came time to have a piece of cake or I wanted some potato chips, I went fucking all in on that shit, right? A piece of cake became like three pieces of cake. Some chips became the entire bag of chips. And if you haven't listened to the episode yet on how to begin to get out of that cycle of binge eating, it's really important that you go back. But the most simple way to put it is to stop giving food power by labeling it good or bad, portion out what you want to eat, 
or don't buy it and have it in your fucking house, right? If you want it, go out and buy it and buy a single serving of it. So we all want to make sure that we're getting in a solid amount of protein, carbs, and fats. And this is why macros work so well for a balanced diet for most people. And I actually, in my podcast, episode two, I go into detail with Coach Gage about all macro things and why it's so important. So you want to hit up that one too. See, so yeah, look, all this homework I'm giving you. Okay, point three, getting toned, quote unquote, means picking up the weights, Right. You have heard me say in the past, I went right to the fucking cardio machines every time I would really try to lose weight and never was successful. So I get a lot of women that come to me wanting this toned or lean look. They don't get why they haven't been able to achieve it. And usually I go, well, what have you done so far that you haven't gotten this look or what have you done to get this look that you haven't achieved? And I would say 90% of the time they reply and say, well, I go on the elliptical or uh, they'll do the 30-minute express workout at that one gym, if you know what I'm talking about. Or they tell me they do Orange Theory, F45, Shred 415, some type of uh, burn boot camp or hit training, um, even CrossFit, that kind of stuff. Again, I'm not demonizing any of these things. Um, that's what they tell me they do. So the reality is the reason that I didn't see and they haven't seen the results that they want, it's not because they aren't doing something, but they're not doing the right thing to get there. Now, this isn't their fault. They go into these places with really good intentions and they either don't have the proper guidance or they have guidance, but what they offer doesn't align with the goal that they're trying to achieve. So how do I know? Again, I've done it all. In my first episode, I talked about not how once, but many times my feet took me right to the treadmill, right? I went to go get healthy. The first thing I did was walk to the gym, go to the treadmill, go to the elliptical. Like it took me right to the cardio machines. So what it's going to require is something you're going to hear me talk a shit ton about because there's zero way around it. And it's called get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yep. Cliche as fuck, but it is the most honest thing that you're going to hear. There's tons of programs that you can search online. You can go to YouTube and hey, you can always hire a coach like me. And you know, this is a, a great time to mention my three to free method. It's fit freedom forever, right? But the only way that you're going to get that tone look that you're wanting is if you hit the weights, use progressive overload principles, and then you have to match your nutrition to your training. Otherwise, you're just going to have to spin your wheels and, and keep getting frustrated, right? Getting toned is an entire process. So make sure that you understand it and then you have a shit ton of patience in the meantime. So point four is if I don't plan, I will fail. Planning takes time and sacrifice. Man, this was, this was a gut punch. This was a slap in the face. I am a mom. I have three kids. My husband is gone usually for like eight or nine months of the year. I run my own business. I work out regularly. I've kept off almost 80 pounds over the last two years. And I know you're thinking, okay, get it. Yeah, whatever. Shut up your superman. Woohoo. Go you. And my response to that is I'm not, and I'm certainly not perfect, but this journey of mine didn't come without planning or sacrifice because without those, you're the same that you've always been. You're going to do the same shit you've always done 
and it doesn't work, right? If you haven't hit your goal, what you're doing doesn't work. So you'll not plan for dinner just at one time, and then it's going to turn to fast food, and that'll easy turn into like, well, I did it last night. I'll just do it tonight, and well, I knew that I didn't plan, so I, I'll just eat it again. It's not a big deal, right? Or you get into this mentality of like, well, I'll just eat out of the bag this one time, and then later it turns into, oops, I ate the whole fucking bag, right? That's kind of that bingey type of mentality or habit that we were talking about earlier. Um, another one that I get a lot is I'll start tomorrow because I have XYZ going on and it's not convenient today. Uh, it's never convenient for the record. Okay. I'll just snooze this morning and go later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done that before. And you want to know what later you're either too tired or some other shit comes up like your kid gets sent home from school because they're sick. Or I don't know, maybe your basement floods and you have to take care of that. Or you know, your front door gets blown the fuck off the house. Yeah. These are all things that have happened to me and then you never make it right. So pushing it off, trying to plan, oh, I'll do it later or, oh, I'll only do it this one time. It never works. It never happens just to be that one thing or that one time. So these excuses that you keep giving are the same reason that you got into this situation to begin with. You failed to plan. And the only thing that you were willing to sacrifice was yourself. Get it in your head right now that it's going to take time to plan. Set aside an hour on the weekend or 10 minutes each day to map out your week or the next day. Once it becomes a habit, it's not going to feel like a chore. If you say you don't have time, start blocking off your day, right? Literally go, okay, I wake up at this time, then I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this. And you're blocking off and you're going to see like, oh shit, I've wasted a shit ton of time on my phone or watching TV or uh, who, who else knows what, who knows, right? But you're not going to get anywhere if you continue to do the same shit and, and use the same excuses that you've always used, right? So that's super important that if you do not plan, you're, you're going to fail because you're going to get overwhelmed. You're not going to see results and you're going to quit. And we all know that you actually don't fail unless you quit, right? So everybody understands that. And then this last point is something that I did an entire episode on. If you go back and listen to episode four, which is fuck everybody else's thoughts and opinions, right? So I'm going to just kind of touch on a few things that are important, but this was definitely something that I really wished I would have known before I began my journey. And I wished I would have allowed people's thoughts and opinions to consume so much of my time. So Having gone through a really shitty divorce, getting remarried, starting a new whole life, right? Most people had an opinion about me. They had an opinion about my life, what I should do, what I shouldn't do. And for some reason, I thought that their fucking opinion actually mattered. And it took me a while. But what I began to realize was that the only person whose opinion really fucking mattered was mine, right? I didn't have to answer to anybody, obviously, except my husband. But I didn't have to answer to anybody but myself. Nobody else pays my bills. Nobody else I have to live with. Nobody else has to eat what I put in my body, right? I just have to choose to answer to me. So even though that I was determined in the beginning because I had so many other voices in my head telling me I'd fail or I'd quit or I didn't do it right or insert whatever kind of fucking opinion that you want to, I was scared that it would actually become my reality. And then 
when I didn't stop or slow down, I'd get people telling me that I'm obsessed, that I'm tracking my food, or that I'm obsessed because I'm going to the gym every single day. Or I'd get people who would tell me that I look like a man if I'm going to lift, right? I listed a whole bunch of these in my last episode. So if you haven't listened to the episode, go, go listen to it because there's a shit ton more that people would say. But uh, they would say things like this to me. But in the end, I had to quiet these voices. And honestly, it wasn't easy not a little bit, but the more I did it, the more I was able to not only silence more and more voices, but use those voices as determination that this time was going to be different. I 100% was not going to fail. I was not going to quit. I may have changed my direction or had to switch my path or whatever the case was, but these voices can be exactly the thing that kills our drive. They can also be the thing that gets you to propel yourself forward. I highly suggest that you decide which way you're going to allow these voices to allow you to go, right? I could have easily said, oh, maybe they're right and get real insecure and then just kind of like quit. I could have done that, but I didn't. And you don't have to either, right? And I'm not saying to be like a dick to people by any stretch of the imagination, but you can tell people to shut the fuck up, right? You can tell people that this is your life, you're in control and their opinion doesn't matter. So now I'm going to go over these five things again, really quick. The first thing is to keep it simple, whether it's food or habits, your food needs to be balanced. Otherwise you'll keep binging. Getting toned means picking up the scary weights. Ladies, do it. If you don't plan, you will fail. Planning takes time and sacrifice. And then of course, the very last thing here, which is, I love this one, fuck everybody else's opinion. Because in the end, it just is you that matters, right? So I hope that these five tips help you along your journey, right? I mean, maybe they won't. Maybe you'll just take one of these little nuggets of knowledge and and move about your way. But maybe you can at least start to think about the direction that you want to start to begin. Remember that I didn't start here. Nobody kind of told me that I need to keep it simple or that I need to, you know, not give a shit or that I need to pick up weights. So that's not true. My husband did tell me that. But um, but had somebody, I might have gotten to my B a lot faster uh, than I did. Um, and that, again, just it does nothing more than, you know, it creates wins in your life that help kind of continue to propel you forward. So you guys can find me on Instagram at vetwifefitmom. You can also email me at getcpfitnow at gmail.com. If you have any questions about anything that I talked about, I would happy to go over anything with you that you need help with uh, and get you started in the right direction. And don't forget, guys, that every day is a new day to do better, be better, and begin again.